Would it be inauthentic for you to just repeat that? <laughs> I, see, I don't think that should be part of the podcast because, like, <laughs> just if I just repeat the sentence, nobody will understand the joke. Like, why it's fun. It's not even a joke. It's just amusing to us. Oh, that's true. You know what? Let's just ignore all of that. Yeah, we'd have to explain the circumstances. And then when you explain something funny, it's no longer funny. Explaining the joke, the podcast. We're going to be telling you all about the punchlines for the next 50 minutes. Strap in. <laughs> The People for Ethical Treatment of Animals. PETA, everybody's favorite horrific nonprofit. Right. They tweeted just a few hours ago, actually. It just came across my, my feed here. I'd rather not explain why amusing PETA stuff comes across my feed, if that's all the same. I mean, that was going to be my first question, but I'll, okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> all right. The idea is that because social justice, we're all very attuned to it nowadays there's certain phrases and words that we won't use because they would upset or offend people who are minorities or other religions races nationalities etc right PETA has taken this to the next level in their tweet they want us to stop using anti-animal language anti-animal language yes so what we have here is a tweet with some common phrases on the left some just common uh turns of phrase <laughs> And on the Come right, on. <laughs> what PETA wants us to say instead of these things. I immediately hate this. <laughs> so, for example, the first phrase is, kill two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. PETA doesn't want us to kill any birds. So what they want us to say instead is, feed two birds with one scone. Dude, I'm not giving birds a scone. What the hell? Here's what I want to know. If I have a scone, first of all, I'm going to eat it. It's my scone. Is there some obligation to make these anti-animal language replacements rhyme? Th there's not. The first one just happens to do so. But a scone can feed more than two birds. Here's my question. Hashtag PETA. Why do you want all the other birds to starve? Why can't I feed ten birds with one scone? Well, you know, if you give a bird a scone, he's going to be fed for one day. But if you f teach a bird to bake scones... <laughs> <laughs> then they'll be fed forever. My favorite on this list is the phrase, beat a dead horse. I was just going to say. <laughs> and what they want us to say instead is feed a fed horse. Right, because if the horse is already fed, you're, if you're feeding it, then you're... Won't that also kill a horse? <laughs> well, some animals, I think like the common dog will just eat and eat and eat as long as you feed it. As long as there's food available. I don't know if horses have that same quality or not like a horse if you just continually give a horse access to food will it eventually reach a point where it's like you know what I'm, I'm done no problem can we make it feed a fed goose and then we can have some lovely pate i don't think PETA yeah would no be appreciative <laughs> of that. they already are anti-pate <laughs> so this is the one that i think okay this bottom one here take the bull by the horns they want us to say take the flower by the thorns that completely loses the meaning it's a very different phrase now. Taking a flower by the thorn sounds like just self-inflicting pain for beauty for some dumb reason. Not even beauty, because I can experience the beauty of a flower without going anywhere near its thorns. Yeah, that's... But, like, the whole point of taking the bull by the horns is when you have the bull by the horns, you take control of it. You can steer it. It has an element of courage to it. Right. Like, you have to step into this dangerous situation and control it. If you grab a flower by the thorns, you're just dumb. 
<laughs> or careless. Also, where's the people for the ethical treatment of plants? Because they're not going to like this second oh, phrase don't, either. Don't don't even say that, because I can guarantee you they're out there. <laughs> Meanwhile, for some reason, that link opened up in Microsoft Edge, and I'm not happy about that development. Ooh. Why is my computer doing that now? Windows 10 will just silently say, hey, why don't you try out Edge, man? My wife got a new computer for an early uh, Christmas slash birthday present, and uh, watching her try to install Chrome, because you have to open up Edge, because it's the only browser that comes on the thing, and navigate to Chrome, and it just keeps bombarding you with, are you sure you want to use it? Come on, check, look at this. <laughs> Well, I think when you go to Google, it asks you if you prefer to use Bing. And then when you Google Chrome, it, it tries to hit you with ads for Edge. And then when you install the thing, it brings up a thing asking you if you want to still use Edge. Like, it is relentless. Part of me is with her on that, because I've also recently installed Windows 10 mm -hmm. when my hard drive crashed and burned. And it is really that upsetting to Microsoft that, I'm sorry, but I just don't want to use your thing. Yeah, I mean, and I get it. I understand. And f there was a story going around for a little while that apparently if you, I guess, binged, is that the correct verbiage? There's no verbiage. You... No, no. Google has earned their place as a verb in the English language. I'm not willing to concede that Bing has done so. Fair enough. If you search on Bing for Chrome, apparently for a small time they were sending you to a malicious website. I didn't dig into the story, so I don't know all the details, but I remember seeing that headline and thinking it was kind of hilarious. I mean, terrible, but kind of hilarious. That sounds like it might be true, but there's no way it was intentional. Yeah, no, I, I don't believe it was intentional. I believe it was one of those things where occasionally you see this on Google, where if you Google something, it'll give you like somebody's ridiculous counter argument. If you Google climate change for a while, because it was popular, you were getting some crazy anti- climate change isn't real type stuff and people kind of threw a fit and google's like okay we're gonna fix this calm down <laughs> you know what youtube does now with a lot of those kind of videos because i'm still very obsessed with the flat earth stuff <laughs> oh of course sometimes on youtube when you pull up like a conspiracy theory video like a flat earth or a climate change denial there'll be a blurb under the youtube video with like information about the topic really that's kind of their way of saying hey listen this guy's a crackpot. We're not going to take his video down. Here's the actual information if you want it. Wow. I haven't determined yet like what causes this little pop-up, but I have seen it now and again on some of these Flat Earth videos. See, I usually just keep my Flat Earth to Twitter and stuff like that. I just hit the hashtag and laugh at people. <laughs> <laughs> I did find on YouTube the Flat Earther's worst nightmare. There's a man, he's a very popular Flat Earth debunker on YouTube named Wolfie. And he is an Australian pilot. <laughs> so the complete antithesis of a typical flat earther. Did we even get into on the last podcast the fact that Australia doesn't exist to these people? It exists. Like it's on their map. Not all of them. There are people who believe that the entire concept of Australia is a conspiracy theory. I have not encountered this yet. Oh, you have to go down that rabbit hole. It's one of those things where with all of these conspiracy theories... I sort of wonder how much of people legitimately believe this, but I've definitely heard Australia is a myth connected to Flat Earth. I'm not kidding. It's like they have the Flat Earth rabbit hole, but along the sides of the hole as you descend are lots of other shoots descending into darkness in various directions. So granted, this is a pretty tabloidy publication. I just sent you a thing from Express UK, wrote a story about how the Flat Earthers apparently think that Australia is not real and never existed. Facebook user, I'm not going to say her name, but there's a Facebook user 
She wrote, Australia does not exist. All things you call proof, in scare quotes, are actually well-fabricated lies and documents made by the leading governments of the world. For example, the Australian government? (laughs) I mean, she's got you there. Everything you've ever heard about it was made up. Any pictures of it you ever seen were faked by the government. Any people you claim to be from Australia are really secret government agents who are serving the internet to enforce these false beliefs. What, why though? Like why? I mean, I under, okay, you know what? I, I understand why they need Australia to not exist because everything about Australia debunks the flat Earth. But <laughs> because seasons? <laughs> what's there instead? There just isn't. No, we just all we have is the Northern Hemisphere. So okay, but is it just Australia that's not there, or like South America's there? I guess I don't know. I'm very confused. New Zealand is New Zealand there? I mean, New Zealand is just North Australia, really. <laughs> Just add that to my list of sweeping geological statements. We we know Antarctica is there because the entire argument for why the flat earth map is what it is, is that the ice sheet of Antarctica is what holds the ocean in. Otherwise, the ocean would just flow off the edge of the earth. Let's not do a whole other podcast on flat earth, but please, please check that out on your own time. It, I couldn't remember if we brought that up last week, and I suppose we didn't. Because, I suppose not. Because you, I have blown your mind with this one. Well, something interesting has happened in the video game world. The new Super Smash Brothers came out. Wait, did it? Well, it will have by the time this is live. Oh, sorry. No, I, I legitimately thought I had that thought I missed the launch somehow. Everybody, please bear with us as I mute the podcast and I explain to McLean how the arrow of time works. No, it comes out this <laughs> Sunday. Okay, I didn't realize that we were using, like, fake time. Yes, Smash Brothers came <laughs> yeah, it's out. it's not fake time. It's, it's real time. We're, we're talking about the future from our perspective. It will have been out. Okay. <laughs> I feel that you and I are uniquely qualified to discuss the Smash Brothers roster because, oh, yes. like, we're both Nintendo fans, right? Yeah, we're big Nintendo fanboy dorks. But we're not, like, completely far gone. Like, we're not all the way down that. that like, that rabbit hole goes even deeper than the Flat Earth rabbit hole in some cases. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what I've done here... And I've shared the list with you in our show notes. I don't really know what show notes are. I want to make sure I'm using the term correctly. Is is our little uh, Google Doc, is that the show notes? Or is it just what we share with the audience, the show notes? Um, I think that the parlance is used both ways. I think okay. we have our show notes, and then we have what we attach to the show notes that we put out. Oh, so there's our show notes, and then there's the show notes. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. But I've, I've shared with you a list of, as far as I can tell, is going to be the entire Smash Brothers roster on launch day, which you are correct, is not for several days from the time we're recording this, but I guarantee <laughs> will have already happened by the time anybody hears it. Right. And I think we were also in agreement that not all these characters need to be in a Smash Brothers game. Oh, no. no. Um, once we go through this list, I have a what the Smash future should be notes on my end I would, I would like to go through. Let's go through this monstrosity first. Okay. I have broken the characters up into a couple categories here. And I just kind of want to go down the list of all the characters and just kind of get thumbs up and thumbs down. And they only get to stay in the game if it's unanimous. We both have to give the thumbs up or Nintendo has to cut them. I'm going to forward the podcast to Nintendo and they're going to be like, man, our hands are tied. Brick and McLean said... So this first group here, these are the slam dunk characters. Right. These are the characters in Smash Brothers. I don't think you can make a reasonable argument against their inclusion. Um, I have one quibble, but we'll get to it. Okay. I, I think I was actually added some notes to the notes, but we'll get to it. <laughs> I'll just go down the list real quick, and you just stop me when I reach your quibble. Just Okay. Okay, so we've got Mario, 
Donkey Kong, Link, Samus, Yoshi, Kirby, Fox, Pikachu, Luigi, Ness, Captain Falcon, Peach, Bowser, Zelda, Marth, Ganondorf, Mewtwo, Mr. Game & Watch, Wario, Pokemon Trainer, Diddy Kong, Captain Olimar, the uh, Animal Crossing... Is it Animal Crossing? Villager? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the Villager. Uh, Rosalina, Little Mac, and the Splatoon Inkling. Right. So my first quibble, I mean, there's some nuance in there. Like Link, we're talking about Link Prime. We're talking Link about just Prime, adult. Yeah. Ocarina or, actually, I think it's Breath of the Wild Link, which is fine. Link Prime. Concurrent adult Link. Yes. It doesn't matter. I think current adult Link is fine. You can have co- uh, alternate costumes. Um, Ganondorf, I said which version? And I said Ocarina of Time skinny human version okay. is the one I'm picturing. Any version of Ganondorf that is like the humanoid, dark-skinned, orange hair Ganondorf. Yeah, I think that like Smash Hardcore people will tell you there's a difference between skinny Ganondorf and big ass Ganondorf, but I'm just visually thinking of like the one that was in Melee. Yeah, the one that so. was in Melee. Um, and then the one that I I kind of disagreed with just out of hand is Rosalina. Rosalina. Okay, so you're uh, you're on the fence on Rosalina. Well, because I think I think we've got enough Mario representation. I don't know what Rosalina brings to the slam. Dun- We're talking like the there's no argument here. I think she still probably gets in, but. Mm-hmm. But you could make a reasonable argument against, you feel. Yeah, I think that she's, she could be, you could argue she's just another princess. She was in one game. I mean, well, she's been a couple games. I thought she was in Odyssey. She was in, was she in Odyssey? I, yeah, I thought she was, like, isn't she the mayor of the city in Odyssey? No, they brought back Pauline. That was the big Donkey Kong Oh, okay. Connection. No, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, but no, Rosalina, she is playable in all of the new, newest Mario Kart games. She's playable in yeah. 3D Land. I could see that. So if we're looking at the slam dunk as like, this is what's available when you open up the game, mm-hmm. I think Rosalina could be an unlock, but, okay. but I still think she makes the cut. No, I see that argument. I see I, like, maybe she's a little too esoteric of a Mario character. Yeah. Okay. Cause I had one character on this list on the, in the slam dunk list that was only like 50, 50, I thought. And that's little Mac. See, I thought, I don't know that you could slam dunk little Mac. Here's the reason I'm going to slam dunk Little Mac. First of all, he is in one of the most iconic NES games, and he's in a fantastic Wii game. So he's got a couple different generations covered, Super Nintendo game. And when it comes to Smash, he has a very unique play style. And that's why I put him on the slam dunk list, because we'll see some of the later like old school characters that aren't on the slam dunk list. Little Mac's actually a fighter. Yeah. So he fits in Smash really well. So That's why I like him quite a bit. Um, in fact, I almost would put Ryu, even though he's third party, I'd almost put Ryu in this list at this point just because he plays so weird on Smash. You know, I, I was thinking that too, but we'll get to Ryu, don't worry. Okay. I'm surprised though that you would object to say Rosalina, but not like Mewtwo. I don't super care about Pokemon, like, at <laughs> all, but I do know, the little tiny bit that I know about Pokemon, Mewtwo was, like, a big deal. Yeah, and... Well, and in Smash, Mewtwo is, like, the villain Pokemon. Like, he's the bad guy Pokemon. Well, and he was legendary. Yeah. Like, and there was a time when that meant something. There was a time when you had, like, 150 just Pokemon, and then you had Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal back in the day. Okay. So, what I'm going to do then is I'll just take Rosalina off the slam dunk list, mm-hmm. and I'll put her in the second smaller list of characters. These are characters where I think you can make a reasonable argument why they shouldn't be in Smash. But they've already been in a Smash game, so their grandfather did. And this is Jigglypuff, the Ice Climbers, Sheik, Falco, Toon Link, 
Roy, meaning the Fire Emblem Roy, not the alternate skin. <laughs> not the Bowser right. kid. <laughs> and uh, Rosalina, who was in okay. Smash for Wii U. And I, I liked Rosalina. I thought she was fun to play. I don't know that I gave her much play, but that's just me. <laughs> so, I mean, I would give a thumbs up to all these characters. Ice Climbers especially because they were cut out of Smash 4 and that made me really sad. Yeah. Are you editing the Google Doc or are you editing a local copy? I'm not even seeing... Oh. Listen, I've actually got Nintendo of America listening to the call. Oh. And they're updating the roster in real time. Game comes out Sunday, McLean. Yes. They've only got a few days to finalize this roster. <laughs> So yeah, I know we got okay. We got to get through it. Okay, let's get through it. Um, now my my note was Sheik should still be the Zelda. Yes, I like that gameplay. Otherwise, I agree with with our list so far. So here's the problem with Sheik. I kind of didn't like that Sheik was in Melee because when that game came out, that like 1978 or whatever, mm-hmm. like all the characters that made it into Smash Melee, the idea was they still represent their series as a whole, and Sheik only represents one particular Zelda game. I was okay with Sheik because it was an alternate character for Zelda, and it made Zelda a really interesting character to play. But I think splitting them into two characters, we need to cut Sheik. No, and I agree. And and that's I have big issues with where Smash 4 took the series and where Smash Ultimate is continuing to take the series as far as roster goes. Right. But yeah, I for now I'll just say Zelda should be a Sheik. Uh, that dynamic was interesting. Her being able to switch on the fly was always interesting. And you lose a lot for Zelda and for Sheik doing that. Mm-hmm. And part of the thing is uh, Sheik and Zelda, that dynamic has been was repeated in Hyrule Warriors. And oh, was it in another game or was it just Smash games? I guess it was just Smash games and Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, that sounds right to me. So here's my next uh, category we have here. These I'm calling the possible no's. Mm-hmm. These are all characters that should probably go in the game, but I think you could make a strong argument why they shouldn't be there. Uh, so we might have to go one by one on this one. So, Dr. Mario, I'm saying thumbs down. Okay, so uh, uh, I'm going to say Dr. Mario can exist as an alternate costume for Mario. Yes, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. He doesn't need to be his own character. Correct. Okay. And so the next one is Pichu. And Pichu, I'm also giving a thumbs down. See, I don't know Pokemon, so I was just going to say, can Pichu just be an alternate costume for Pikachu? Yeah, I don't see why not. I, I don't either. My argument's a little deeper than that, though. And it's like, okay... I've played enough fighting games to know that some fighting game movesets, you need several variations of them. And some fighting game movesets, you only need one variation. Mario in the Smash games has a moveset that I think is neutral enough that you can have a couple of different variations, but I think you cover that just with Mario and Luigi. I think so, too. I think that's fine. Pikachu's moveset is so weird and out there that I think Pikachu's got it covered. Yeah, and like I said, I don't know Pokemon, but isn't Pichu just an evolution of Pikachu? Pichu is the weak Pikachu. Like, if you devolve a Pikachu. Okay, well, then that's then that's even dumber. Like, I, yeah, that's right. It's like Raichu or something is, in the, is what he turns into. Like, if it's not even the stronger version of Pikachu, then just let it be an alternate costume. He can still throw lightning or whatever. Who cares? And you know what? Some people are going to say, oh, but Pichu is the cute Pikachu. No, no. Pikachu is the cute Pikachu. Pichu is just gross looking and weird. Pichu is like a weird fetus version of Pikachu. <laughs> so next uh, on the possible note here, I have Lucas. Lucas is Ness. Ness is Lucas. Just make them alternate. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm thumbs downing Lucas as well. This next one though, Meta Knight. So I haven't played a lot of Meta Knight, mm-hmm. but my impression is he has a pretty unique moveset and I like that you give Kirby his villain. I think he's in. Is Meta Knight Kirby's villain though? 
Meta Knight is like his rival. Meta Knight is sort of like Mario's Wario. Like, he's not his arch-villain, but he's definitely his rival. I think I would give the thumbs up to Meta Knight. Yeah, absolutely. I think Meta Knight gets in. So all of the rest of the characters on the possible no are third-party characters. Okay, so here's my thought on this. I was thinking about this. You either have to say third-party yes or third-party no. Because you're gonna have, with these legacy characters, I think if you put one in, you have to kind of almost put them all in. And I'm actually okay with... Let me just kind of scan this list. (laughs) I think I'm okay with this whole list because from what I know, these all play pretty uniquely. They all kind of bring something unique to the game. If licensing and everything is fine in a perfect world, I say let them all in. Okay. So maybe let them all be unlocked. I don't care. The first one I have here is King K. Rule. He's new this time, isn't he? He is. He's a brand new character and he's technically third party because he's not a Nintendo character. He's a rare character. And when Nintendo's Donkey Kong games started being made by Retro, they were not able to use King K. Rule anymore. I'll put it this way. If they hadn't already announced King K. Rule, I would not have said, let's put King K. Rule in Smash. Okay. So that almost makes me lean thumbs down. But now that that genie has been let out of the bottle, I'm almost say thumbs up. What the hell? You know, and I, I think I'm with you, but my thumbs up is for the same reason you thumbs up Meta Knight. Let's give DK his villain. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a sticking point as we go. Like, a third-party character in Smash, to me, has to connect with Nintendo in some way. And King K. Rule clearly does. Donkey Kong Country was a huge deal. Was he the villain in the first three Donkey Kong Countries? All three of them, yes. And DK64. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I barely played past the first one. It wasn't until Donkey Kong Country Returns that when Retro started developing the games. Gotcha. That makes sense. So the next character I also think has a strong connection with Nintendo, and that's Sonic. I think Sonic is a strong thumbs up. Oh no, Sonic absolutely. Again, he plays uniquely. He's brings a lot to the game. Being able to have Mario and Sonic beat the crap out of each other is just... You, how can you not have that? I think Sonic is kind of unique in that there was a time in history that you would never associate Sonic with Nintendo. But that time in history was so long ago now that it's become kind of mythological rivalry. Um, He's been with Nintendo longer than he was ever against Nintendo, by far. Two generations of players associate Sonic with Nintendo. I think that's a strong thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, next on this list, I have Mega Man. No question, he's in. You think so? Absolutely. Mega Man is quintessential Nintendo. Mega Man is quintessential NES. I would not say Mega Man is quintessential Nintendo. Okay, so to me, the kind of, I mean, and I know that we have a lot more modern characters in this, but to me, kind of the heart and soul of Smash Brothers is NES kids smashing their toys together. Like, I mean, <laughs> that is literally what the original cutscene was. It really was, yeah. And and to me, I think Mega Man, I mean, you got six of the best games on the NES. You've got, mm, what, three of the best games on SNES? Debatable. <laughs> yeah. You've got one of the best games on SNES and two sequels. Yeah. Um, I think that Mega Man's in, for sure. I th- I'm going to give Mega Man a thumbs up. Only because I know he was implemented correctly. When they made, they designed his character for Smash, he looks like the NES incarnation. He has moves from only the NES games. I think mm-hmm. if they tried to turn Mega Man into, like, he's a representation of all Mega Man, it would have been bad. He has one final Smash where all the other dorks show up. That's enough and that's fine so i think mega man uh, is thumbs up next one though is pac-man i'm gonna say thumbs down i do not associate pac-man with nintendo in the least now i'm gonna give thumbs down for the same reason Uh, that's exactly what i was gonna say here's the problem though 
is that the Smash series is now developed, at least in part, by Namco, isn't it? Aren't they making these games now? I don't... I think that Namco is just a partner in so much as everyone who participates is a partner, but I could be wrong. Because this is... The primary developer is HAL. But Namco, I don't know if they're doing anything other than licensing Pac-Man and music. So, I mean, Namco developed some Mario Kart, like, arcade things that Pac-Man was in. True. And people will often point to that and say, that's the association. And also, you know, Pac-Man was released on NES. Pac-Man was released on literally everything. <laughs> yeah, that to me, there was a big difference between a game came out for a Nintendo console and this game is associated with Nintendo. You know, if we're making cuts, if we're saying we got to make some cuts, Pac-Man's one of the ones that goes. Yeah, Pac-Man's, sorry, buddy, thumbs down on Pac-Man. Yep. Uh, next one I have here is Shulk. Um, I'm okay with Shulk. His games made a big splash uh, to the people who played them, to people who really enjoyed them. And even though he is an anime sword guy, he's at least kind of a different anime sword guy. <laughs> I don't like playing as him, but I know the people who do really enjoy being able to change his skill set kind of on the fly, the way that it works. I'm willing to give a thumbs up on Shulk. I don't know anything about the character or the games he's from, but his games are Nintendo games. They're modern classics. People like Shulk. Okay, you can have Shulk. Uh, so the next one is maybe the big one, Ryu. Oh, yeah, he's in. Hard thumbs up. Hard thumbs up. Hard thumbs up. I mean, Street Fighter, uh, you know, kind of the opposite of Pac-Man. You think that Pac-Man was on literally everything. Street Fighter was a huge part of the NES Genesis console wars, and the NES and the uh, the SNES and the Genesis both got unique versions of those games, and it was a big deal which one you got. Yeah. And, I don't know if I, I can, my experience can speak for everybody of that generation, but back in the day... Street Fighter was a big part of your SNES library. A lot of people's first introduction to those games was because somebody had a Super Nintendo. Yeah, I probably played it on Super Nintendo before I ever played it in the arcades. Uh, And I know that it was big because of the arcades, but I got the impression that it was big in Japan, then it was big on SNES, then it was big in the arcades here, but I could be wrong. I'm going to make another case for Ryu, though, okay? I think Ryu could be in any 2D fighting game. If you're making a 2D fighting game, you can put Ryu in it. That's how iconic he is to the genre. Any fighting game I play, and I do not play a lot of fighting games, I am a scrub to the max. But the first thing I tried to do was throw a quarter circle forward fireball. Yeah, like me, That's me literally too. the first thing I tried to do. No debate on good old Ryu. Bayonetta. So I didn't play Bayonetta. I don't have real strong opinions one way or the other. The only thing I will say about Bayonetta is apparently Nintendo is publishing Bayonetta 3 so the feeling is they kind of are bringing her back from the from the brink of obscurity in a lot of ways that said I don't really care about Bayonetta I'm 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 gonna give her a thumbs down I don't care about Bayonetta. No, you're gonna give her I think one of I don't know which one but one of the two Bayonetta games was exclusive to the Wii U I thought was Bayonetta 2 exclusive to Wii U? I don't been. remember so here's the problem like Bayonetta yeah she's on a Nintendo console is she a Nintendo character I don't think she's a Nintendo character any more than, you know, Dooflachi from RE4 was a Nintendo <laughs> character. So, in full uh, disclosure, I really enjoyed Bayonetta when I played it, but I have not played her in Smash. I didn't buy her DLC, so you know what? I'm going to thumbs down her, too, I think. Yeah, I could be talked into letting her in for people, you know, if people say she's a modern classic or something, but I don't think she is. I think she's a third-party character that is not needed for this, for the list we're trying to make. Uh, and we're the ones that have to make these decisions. Right, exactly, because we're forwarding this to Nintendo. we got to get this done before they close up shop for the week. Exactly. And then this last character on the possible no list, I think we can just say everything we just said about Mega Man, would be Simon Belmont. 
Absolutely. Simon, Simon, I really like in theory, and obviously we haven't played him yet because he's new, but Simon, I like for the same reasons that I like um, Link. He's got kind of a, a medium rangey, or actually he's probably longer than, than Link. He's got a decent range on his main attack, and he's got sub weapons, uh, which is a fun way to play Smash. I like playing those kind of rangey characters. So I think Simon will probably be a lot of fun, assuming he plays like it sounds like he'll play, which is basically Simon from... Probably Simon, the way that I kit him up for Harmony of Dissonance uh, is going to be, you know, the way that he plays with an up smash for Axe and a down smash for Holy Water. And that's <laughs> oh, yeah. literally how I play him in HOD. So here's my problem with Simon is and whenever Simon has come back as a playable character in modern games, like in Harmony of Despair and whatnot, it's always been just his eight bit sprite. I'm a little bummed that's not how they're putting him in Smash. Yeah, I really hope that that's an alternate costume. I don't know. I haven't really looked at him yet. I would have been over the moon when if I clicked Simon Belmont is just his 8-bit sprite and Mr. Game and Watch is like, I'm no longer the lowest fidelity character in the game. <laughs> I do like his model, though. I, I'm glad that they gave him that barbarian leather armor look. Like, I think that he looks good. Oh, yeah, no, the, like the leather codpiece barbarian Simon. That's classic Simon right there, Haas. Well, I feel like, wasn't he in, oh god, I forget what it was called. Wasn't there that terrible uh, Castlevania fighting game? And didn't they make him, like, be she as hell or something? We don't talk about that. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Ryu gotcha. wasn't in it, so it's not a real fighting game. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, uh, this next list I have, it's Tough Calls. These are characters that are really on the fence. Like, I think they probably deserve a place, but if you give them a place... It kind of opens the door to a lot of other questionable characters, which obviously Nintendo has no problem with because they're putting 70 characters in the game to begin with. So first one I have on this list is Pit. I'm okay with Pit based mostly on the way that he played in Smash before and also because the Subspace Embassy, which I actually give a lot more credit than, than I think Nintendo did. I think it was a whole lot of fun. And he was sort of the star, not the star, but he was he was basically Kirby in that. He was the, the initial character and I thought they did a good job with him. Um, so I think he gets in just for legacy alone, if nothing else. Pitt does have a strange legacy because he's one of those classic NES characters that never really got his due. Like, his game wasn't good enough to iterate upon for a Super Nintendo and then an N64 or anything. We didn't see Pitt again until there's like, hey, let's put him in Smash. He was in the 3DS game first, I think, wasn't he? No, not before the Wii Smash Brothers. He was in Smash Brothers Brawl years before the 3DS came out. Oh, okay. I'm getting my I'm getting my timelines completely mixed. We up. already so he, you, you don't know where the arrow time is going. Yes, right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, Pit Pit is an archer, so he will shoot the arrow of time okay. and straighten me out. I feel like Link should shoot the arrow of time. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. He should have one of those. <laughs> I don't know. A thumbs up on Pit. I guess I don't hate Kid Icarus. Here's okay. How about this? Pit can be in the game only if there is a let's say one one over sixty four chance that the announcer will just call him Kid Icarus. Yes. No. Perfect. You got it. I love that idea. No, that's perfect. Because no one remembers that guy's name was Pitt. <laughs> and it's a stupid name. Oh my goodness. Next character I have on the tough calls, and this is a really tough call, is Rob. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Rob is such a tough call because he's iconic for a really, really narrow range of Nintendo old school fans. Mm-hmm. And also, I kind of didn't think that he played very well in Smash. No, no, he sucks. <laughs> He's awful. So I'm kind of okay with dropping him as a character. I really think Rob would be a just a perfectly fine trophy. 
I think you pick up a Rob trophy and he shoots lasers, and that'd be perfect. The reason I put Rob in Tough Calls is because it's almost like he's just a different version of Mr. Game & Watch. Because everything you just said about Rob could absolutely be applied to Mr. Game & Watch. It's a very narrow and niche representation of what Nintendo was at one point in time. I will say, though, Game & Watch at least at the time, was a bigger deal than Rob was. Rob was really the Trojan horse to get the NES into American households. Yeah. That's all Rob ever was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Rob. I think I see the wisdom in that. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> bye he, bye, Rob. he can be a trophy, and here's what we'll do, okay? For $250, you can buy an overpriced Switch controller shaped like Rob that only plays Smash Brothers and no other games. How's that sound? Oh man, can you imagine playing Smash Brothers with Rob? Like he has to very slowly move the spinning discs like in Gyromite. <laughs> He'll have like a little amiibo docket and they spin oh, around. Man. Oh, can we get Rob to just place amiibos? Just just pick them up yeah, and then place no, them? No, no problem. No, absolutely. <laughs> Next one I have on the tough calls is Duck Hunt. How do you feel about Duck Hunt? I really like Duck Hunt in Smash 4. And that's really the main reason I would want to keep him in there. I think he's really fun to play as. He's dumb. Okay. And also, here, okay, here's what I like about Duck Hunt. As a Smash character, even though the character is Duck Hunt, they have all these really interesting nods to the light gun in general. He's Duck Hunt, yes, but he's basically light gun the character. Because he can do, like, the gumshoe and uh, shooty stuff. And I don't know. I just think that... I think they did a pretty good job with him. So I'm willing to let him stay in based on what they did with him in 4. I hear your argument, but I have to wonder if if you're speaking from a place of bias, because there was a point in my streaming history where you recommended <laughs> about 12 Super Scope games in a row that I play on stream. <coughs> I'm sorry, did I make you choke on your whiskey? Uh, I'm not actually not even drinking whiskey tonight. Um, that was just good old uh, water. Um, yeah, that was... <laughs> I might have been trolling a little bit okay. when I did that. Are, are there any Super Scope? I guess there's a Super Scope pickup item in the game. They don't have to put it as part oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you Duck Hunt. Okay. But this next character is Ridley. So we haven't seen Ridley, so I can't really make a judgment based on how Ridley is going to play. Based solely on the fact that it's cool to see Samus have her big bad show up, I'm willing to say, let's see how Ridley plays. The, the big thing back when Smash Brothers Brawl came out was that people wanted Ridley as a playable character. And one of the counter arguments was like, Ridley's too big of a character. He's not human enough. Like his moveset. And I'm like, this is the same game that has us playing Charizard. What's the difference between Ridley and Charizard? Well, and also scale is kind of all over the place in this game. I mean, Pikachu is not like the same height as Mario. I would so. love a, like a like a realistic scale mode in Smash Brothers. Oh, God. So like, I pick Samus, and I'm six feet tall, and you pick Olimar, and, like, you're not even on screen? <laughs> <laughs> I briefly, I was watching um, Stupid. This is why I immediately didn't like Game Theory, because the guy used Smash Brothers to make some sort of ridiculous claim that Wario is, like, 11 feet tall or something. <laughs> I forget exactly how the math worked out, but it was really stupid. And I was like, why are you using scale? Like, Olimar is the same height as Pikachu, is the same height as Mario in these games. Like, come on, dude. So I, I think Ridley is a problematic character. Because, obviously, Super Metroid is one of my favorite games of all time. I'm trying not to speak from a place of bias, but... You're right, Ridley is Samus's big bad, and Samus is one of the quintessential Nintendo characters, but Metroid is not 
a popular enough brands like Mario and Donkey Kong and Pokemon to automatically put her big enemy in. Otherwise, he would have been in years ago. No, and I think that's fair. And I think the part of it is they were like, well, do we just scale Ridley down? <laughs> you know, which is, I think, basically what they're doing. We're having baby Ridley. You know, it's it's basically Metroid, original Metroid Ridley, <laughs> as far as scale. I haven't goes. actually seen how Ridley plays it. I haven't watched any videos. Uh, Ridley has at least one move I've seen where he can, like, spike his tail down and then it spikes up which seems pretty cool. And I think he can do kind of the pogo spike too and then breathe fireballs. It seems like a pretty cool character. Pogo spike sounds good. I think there was pogo spiking happening. I think it was based largely on the Super Metroid fight from what I remember. So I'm willing to give Ridley, I'm willing to give him a chance. Okay. Ridley, okay, here's here's the other problem with Ridley. And it kind of gets back to the heart of what should Smash be as a representation of Nintendo games. Because somebody at Nintendo when Super Smash Brothers Brawl and the Wii U one was coming out. They're like, you know what? We don't have a reason to put Ridley in the game. Metroid's not that popular of a property compared to the other games. These other Metroid characters don't automatically get in. Smash Ultimate is coming out at a time where we do have a new Metroid game in the future coming out. Metroid Prime 4. Is this their way? Kind of like with Pit in Brawl? Are they saying, hey, here's this character. Get hyped for our upcoming game. Yeah, get hype for Ridley. And if so, is that an appropriate use of the Smash Brothers roster? I mean, the whole thing is basically a celebration slash advertisement for all the Nintendo franchises. You know there are people who never played Fire Emblem in their life and wanted to were like, I want to play the Marth game now. You know that was the case, so... That was the case with Smash Melee. Marth was the Fire Emblem character who was obviously going to get in. And then Roy was, here's the new Fire Emblem guy for our new game coming out. Yeah. So I think, like, I want to give a thumbs up to Ridley, but it's shaky because I feel like if I'm giving a thumbs up to Ridley, I'm giving a thumbs up to every flavor of the month Pokemon and Fire Emblem Kid they've been putting in this series. It's hard for me to make these calls on the on these new announced characters. Much like King K. Rule, I was like, I don't know how he's going to play. I kind of can see the reason he's getting in. Let's just give it a shot. Okay. I do like Ridley. I do. Shaky thumbs up. But Nintendo, okay. you're on you're on alert. We'll be watching. Thin ice. You're kind of holding the thumb sideways, like in uh, Gladiator. Like <laughs> <laughs> next up, we have Daisy, and right yeah, off the bat, Peach clone. Thumbs down. Yeah, uh, I like Daisy. I do, but she's going to be a Peach clone, and Peach has one of those move sets that, like, you don't need more variations on her move set. I mean, you can literally put Daisy in there as an alternate Peach costume. You press down a few times, and suddenly Daisy pops up. I'm totally fine with Just that. Do that, and we're done. So yes. I'm going to put these next two characters and group them together because I, I have a suspicion mm. we're going to disagree on this. <laughs> Lucina and Ike. I honestly could not tell you which ones they are. Is Lucina the magic-y one? Luc they're both Marth clones. Lucina is girl Marth and Ike is like big buff Marth from cool. Smash Brothers. So you press right and after you get a couple of colors of Marth and you can get Lucina and Ike right in okay. there. Disagree. <laughs> okay. Because I've been saying that there are certain movesets I think really benefit from having lots of variety and Marth's moveset is one of those. Because you've got Marth, who's kind of the agile swordsman, and then you've got mm -hmm. Ike, who's like the big heavy hitter. And I think there's room for more variety in that that moveset in this game. Similar to how you have Ryu and Ken and Akuma and Sakura, all the Shoto characters in Street Fighter. Um, you know more about actually fighting games than I do, so I will allow it. I do kind of have a problem with the number of anime swords that cr that are in Smash, yeah. and I don't consider Smash a quote-unquote serious fighting game, so in my mind, I'm kind of like, you have Link with a sword, you have 
Fire Emblem dude with the sword, and then you have Cloud with the sword. Yeah. And those can be three very distinct styles. And you have freaking um, Shulk with the sword, too. And the, the little me sword guy. Man, no. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> so, I think the way it worked in Smash 4 is that Ike was his own character, like he was in Brawl. But Lucina was just an alt of Marth. But my understanding is in Ultimate, she's a new character. I think you're right. Because the way that the, the way they're doing Ultimate, and I have actually big issues with this, the way they're doing Ultimate is literally everyone is their own character. Okay. If you get on the character select screen, you can pick everyone. I don't play those games. I don't like those games. I don't care about those games. So I will defer to your wisdom on anime swords. I don't really need them. <laughs> there is a limiting factor. Because Street Fighter, you can have as many Shotos as you want because it's Street Fighter. Smash, every character you put in is essentially another character who's not getting in. So while we do need a couple characters with this, this swordsman style, do we need this many? Like, I could go thumbs up on Ike and thumbs down on Lucina because Lucina, I don't see her playing differently from Mars. Literally, like I said, you could put all the Fire Emblem people under the same character select and you just cycle through to which skin you like the best. And right now, somebody's going down to the comments. Their face is red and steam is coming out of there. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. That's how I feel, you know. But I also will say you can have Link and Young Link, but that's because I think they play completely differently. The next character also has kind of the same problem, is Wolf. Again, <laughs> and I know there are people who are big Wolf fans and are going to yell at me about this. I really think you could have Wolf and Fox as mirrors of each other under the same selection <laughs> i'm basically okay with that i think the fox mcleod moveset is robust enough to support two characters in a roster like a strong version and then a fast version but i think we get that already with fox and falco i don't think wolf brings much to the party and i say that as somebody who really liked him in brawl and i'm going to contradict myself arguing for rivals earlier but i just never thought wolf was that strong of a rival for fox i think that he's just whatever Kind of a dumb character, yes. Next one is Zero Suit Samus. No, that's dumb. Get rid of her. Your thumbs down. On, okay, let's hear that. I want to hear the argument here. Like, why are we getting rid of Zero Suit Samus? I just think it's kind of a dumb character. <laughs> I never liked Zero Suit Zero Suit Samus was literally originally just added in to give you a period of helplessness near the end of Zero Mission. I mean, there was a little bit of cheesecake going on then. But mostly it was just, here's Samus, she's vulnerable, you know? But then it became this whole thing with, let's make Samus in the skin-tight suit. We're going to show this, you know, for a few seconds every game. And then they made it its own thing in, in Smash. And the way it was done originally was really stupid, because you used the final Smash in, what was it, the we Brawl or whatever. You'd use her final Smash, and she'd lose her power suit. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. Why would you do that? So then they decide to make her her own character. She has like a laser whip. I don't know. I, I have no use for Zero Suit Samus. That's the problem that I always had with Zero Suit Samus in Smash was because she wasn't enough of a character to just bring in from the one game she appeared in. They had to invent stuff for her. They had to give her that laser whip, which is now something associated with the character, but it's something they only made up because we need this character to do something. And in the game she's in, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, she literally can stun things for like a second, and that's almost useless. I think we should declare Samus is bomb enough to use a super attack without her suit falling apart and drop this character. Thumbs down. 
Yeah, yeah, absolute thumbs down. Hate her. How about King DDD? I can't get rid of King DDD because listening to Dan yell smash when he uses uses DDD's special attack is literally half the reason I like smash. We do have our good friend Dan would probably hunt and kill us both if we advocated removing King DDD with his giant kabong hammer. Kabong, that's what he yells. Yeah, kabong. I think... um. Well, and DDD just plays uniquely. I mean, that giant hammer, like, is just, it's a cool moveset. It's its a big, slow, strong character. And I think that this game, a lot of the characters are built more around speed. And I think DDD is one of those good counter characters. I, I like DDD. Yeah, thumbs up on DDD. Next one I have is Palutena. Um, I don't care about Palutena. I mean, what did Palutena do in Smash? I never played as her. I don't... She was invented for one game. It, this is kind of the Ridley problem. Like, she's an important character in a not very important Nintendo game. It's not popular. It's only really known because of Smash anymore. I feel like her fate is kind of tied to Ridley's a little bit. See, I feel kind of the opposite, just because Ridley's been around for 30-something years, and it's been in multiple, multiple iterations. Palatina was in... What? She was a end goal of Pitt's first game, but all she was was a cutscene. Mm-hmm. And then she was in the 3DS game that nobody played. Yeah, so nobody played that game. I'm thumbs downing Palutena. All right, I'm, I'm with you. Thumbs down on Palutena. Our next character is Robin. Okay, is Robin the Magic Smash one? Robin is the one Fire Emblem character who's not Sword Boy. Robin is Magic Boy. So here's my thing with Fire Emblem, because the little bit I know about Fire Emblem is, isn't it a rock, paper, scissors kind of game? Like, isn't it you have sword dudes, you have uh, spear dudes, you have magic dudes? Like, isn't it one of those kind of things? I think so, but I'm not confident enough in that answer to <laughs> to let it Because stand. that's what always bothered me about their Smash representation is all we got were sword dudes. And I was like, no, I'm getting Fire Emblem confused with like shining, you know, the shining games. But I'm like, don't they have, like, centaurs with spears they could give me or something? Mm. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that was Shining f- whatever. So, but th- that leaves us with Robin. Like, we're not talking about the Shining Force. Because you're right, there okay. were centaurs and phoenixes. and. So, anyways, what I'm saying is is I, I'm okay with having two representations from Fire Emblem if they're different. Which is why I'm okay with Sword Dude, Pick Your Skin, and... Robin, because I think Robin came in a male and female variety, too. I think Robin was, wasn't Robin a gender neutral name that, and they had two different, I two different looks? I think you're right about that, yes. Because I believe Robin was what was based on your PC from one of the games, maybe? And so you could pick whether you were male Robin or female Robin. I can't say that for sure. And you know what? For the hell of it, I know there's other mages in Fire Emblem. Pick three or four of them and give them the same skins flopping thing I'm trying to give to Ike and Marth and, and all those people, you know? Represent lots of people from Fire Emblem, but they don't need to be different characters in terms of moveset. Does that make sense? I, I think I feel you. I'm, I'm, I think I'm willing to give Robin a thumbs up for no other reason. Like, yeah, like you said, let's have a Fire Emblem character who's not Sword Boy for once. I played Robin like a handful of times and I wasn't good as him or her, but I remember thinking it was interesting at least. What about Bowser Jr.? So the thing about Bowser Jr. is they decided to make Bowser Jr. effectively all the Koopa Kids, even though all the Koopa Kids didn't really drive the clown cars around. No, definitely not canon. Right. So what it really became was this is Bowser Jr. in his stupid clown car. And I'm sighing because I know... 
that he should probably be in the game because he just because I hate him doesn't mean that he isn't part of Nintendo. Right. And Bowser Jr., like a Mayor Lotham, he is a big part of Mario's history, you know, for the last 20 years. I have a terrible Bowser Jr. story that haunts me to this day. When I purchased my <laughs> Wii U, a couple of my good friends bought a copy of Smash for me to play with them. And I haven't played much Smash. I was kind of out of the Smash scene by that point. But I played online a couple of times. And just to troll everybody, I wasn't taking it seriously at all. I was just picking the dumbest character. I picked Bowser Jr., thinking there's not a dumber character on this list. And then I went on a winning streak that defied logic. <laughs> like something about this stupid and infuriating character clicked with me so immediately that I dominated people who had been playing the game for months. <laughs> I think that's good enough reason to have Bowser Jr. alone so you can have your uh, your main. Oh, no. I don't want him to be my main, though. There's a story uh, about, I don't know the, the man's name because he's Japanese and I can't pronounce Japanese names, but a top-tier Street Fighter player who made a statement along the lines of, there's a character in Street Fighter 4 named uh, Adon who is annoying as hell the most obnoxious voice <laughs> acting you can imagine and then he says i love the character i would dominate tournaments with him but i can't stand playing it <laughs> so he doesn't make it on that's my bowser jr is there not an option to turn voices off in street fighter for god's sakes that's so <laughs> wow all right well we'll thumbs up bowser jr because brick's gotta have his main yeah <laughs> Our next character is the Piranha Plant. I don't know logistically how this is supposed to work. I mean, kind of similar to what I said about Ridley. I'm just curious. This sounds so dumb. I'm actually curious. I think that it's going to play kind of like Audrey 2, just dragging a, uh, a pot around. <laughs> I just want the Smash announcer now whenever you pick Piranha Plant just to yell, Seymour! Yeah, and there's your 1 in 64 chance. <laughs> Are we doing one of those for every character? Or... Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if we can find one for every character. Well, I mean, Luigi has to have a 1 in 64 chance of just yelling Green Mario. <laughs> I got a thumbs down the Piranha Plant. I'm sorry. This is stupid. Is, is that a bridge too it's, far? It's, it's dumb. Piranha Plant is, is such a perfect just item. I know they want to make it a character, but it's just an item. You hold the plant in front of you and it chomps people. Like, come on. If we really really need another mario character on this roster i could think of like 30 other better characters than piranha plant lakitu clearly toad toad's not in this game. <laughs> no no toad being um peach's shield is actually one of my favorite things in smash and i hope they don't change that. that's fine i want to play toad and then have you pull me out of peach's dress to block my toad move that i'm trying to hit you with but i can't because your me is in the way I'm sorry, that you just blew my mind a little bit. Actually, I want Toad to be a character just so people who main him have that voice in their head, and it'll be like that Street Fighter story yeah, you like, just told. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Make him an unbalancedly, just completely overpowered character, and nobody <laughs> will pick him because of the voice. He gets tournament banned. In fact, <laughs> instead of the narrator going, Toad! Every time you pick him, he just goes, Uh, I'm very glad you said that. It, <laughs> I'm very glad you made the voice. I was going to make the voice. I decided against one it. of us had to. You it's did a, that. All right. There's one more character I have on our tough calls list, and this this one hurts, McLean. This one's tough, really tough. I know why this hurts. Snake. 
He hurts because he's got to be a thumbs down. He's not a Nintendo character. Why is he in there? You're right. You're absolutely right. Snake has to be a thumbs down. And this is where people will say, oh, but he was in Metal Gear on the NES. and then the... No, he was in two remakes of better games yep. that people don't, that people recognize as being inferior ports to the originals on Nintendo systems. The original Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes. And then he was in a Game Boy Color game that was kind of okay, but Snake's implementation in Smash Brawl had nothing to do with Metal Gear on NES or the Twin Snakes. No, it was from uh, Snake Eater mostly, wasn't it? The Snake in Smash Brothers isn't any of the characters named Snake from Metal Gear. He's like (gasps) a weird, the fly sort of amalgamation of all of them put together i mean he feels i mean and trust me i do not know metal gear lore much more than watching your streams but he feels more big boss than anything else it's snake there's just nothing snake about him in smash the legend has it that they didn't give snake any guns because that was too violence it wasn't cartoonish enough for him to like pull out a gun and do like a headshot or something. First of all, why, that shouldn't be a problem because that's not the defining element of Snake's character. And second of all, they replaced it with explosives. He can throw grenades and like that's definitely not Snake's character. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with Snake is a great character who doesn't belong in Smash. Sorry, Snake. So my last group of characters here, I'm just calling Come On. Yeah. These are all thumbs down from me. I don't think you can make a good argument for having any of these characters in the game that doesn't just boil down to, I personally like this character and want to play them in Smash. Most of these, I just look at them and I say, that's an alternate costume. Yeah. Young Link, Toon Link, alternate costume, same character. Young Link, that's a hard one for me. Because Young Link is a great character. One of my favorite characters in Melee and Brawl. But you don't need both Young Link and Toon Link. And I think Toon Link is the more iconic character. Well, Toon Link, I think, looks better in Smash. The way that they implemented them, I think that Toon Link has that Wind Waker HD look. You know, that sort of, uh, it still looks like Toon, but it looks almost like Claymation. Like, I think he looks really good. I think that you can have a Young Link um, skin, but it's the same character. Yeah, the Young Link skin for Toon Link. I don't know what a Krom is. I don't remember. Is What the hell is Krom? I don't Krom? know. Th- I have thumbs no down. idea. I don't care. <laughs> I have to Google this. Don't, I don't, don't even Google it. Just who. thumbs down and then we'll move on. Oh, he's a sword guy. He's an anime sword guy. Yeah, he can be a Marth whatever if you he want can to be. I don't care. Marth part eight. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Marth doesn't have color changes. He just has different skins he can that's wear. That's how Bowser Jr. works in Smash 4. No, exactly. And that's literally half the reason why I gave Bowser Jr. a thumbs up because I don't care about Bowser Jr. But Ludwig von Koopa, <laughs> I'm okay with playing as him. Dark Samus, Dark Pit. Hard thumbs down. I mean, they're alternate costumes. I mean, you, Dark Link isn't a separate guy. He's always been a costume. Lucario and Greninja, these are flavor of the month Pokemon. Thumbs down. Yeah, I don't care. Plus, Greninja f- just grosses me out. I hate Greninja. What a stupid character! Yeah. Ugly to look at, just badly designed. Look, two words. Tongue scarf. <laughs> He's got like a 2003 Shadow the Hedgehog Edgelord kind of vibe to him. No, no thanks. Yeah. The Mii Fighters. I have a way to make Mii Fighters not suck, but it would never happen. The whole thing about Mii Fighters that made them so dumb is they said, well, Mii's are customizable, so Mii Fighters should be customizable. So then it became this whole, you make your Mii Fighter and they all fight differently, and that's all dumb. Let's not do that. 
Here's how you make Mii Fighters interesting. The thing that everyone in the world did with Miis when they got their Wii and then to a lesser degree with the Wii U is they made stupid celebrity lookalikes. <laughs> so here's what you do with Mii Fighters. Every directional attack, he changes to a different celebrity lookalike that inexplicably does some sort of attack. Einstein will throw electricity or a mini universe at somebody and like Jesus can like, you know... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hurl crosses at I people. I think you just explained why this is a terrible idea. We, oh, no. We, it will never happen. We haven't even gotten to Hitler yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're down B for Hitler and you, uh, uh, I don't know, die in a bunker. <laughs> um, that is the only way I would ever put me fighters on there is if they made it the celebrity lookalike me fighters that inexplicably throw fireballs for no good reason. I don't like the concept of me fighters. I don't like the co- I don't like the concept of customizability in a fighting game like this. Oh no, absolutely not. I think it's dumb. Um, the only thing that I think that the single player thing that they've announced sounds interesting for a single player, so long as it is partitioned away from when you go to play online. Are we thumbs downing all three of the styles here? Because me fighter is actually three characters. There's a punch man, a gun man, and a sword man. Yeah, because you have eighteen thousand sword mans. Uh, Gunman was effectively Mega Man, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I mean, not exactly, but pretty damn close. And then Punch Man was just generic punching. If we got Ryu and Little Mac, we don't need Mii Fighter Punch Man. No, we absolutely don't. Like I said, the only way I want Mii Fighter is if there is a stock Mii Fighter that changes into celebrities. Because otherwise, you have to worry about people making their own Mii Fighter. I hate it. It's dumb. Let's get it rid of it. They got rid of Mii's effectively on the Switch. You're like right. You really have to go out of your way to get Mii's on the Switch. So let's just retire Mii's. One character I accidentally skipped from the previous Tough Calls list, which I think might be a come on for a lot of people. Like, a lot of people don't want this character in Smash, and we're really upset. The Wii Fit Trainer. So, um, I... <laughs> I can't make an argument for Wii Fit Trainer to be a character. That said, Wii Fit was kind of a big deal. Like, everyone's grandmother bought Wii Fit, and what they did with it, with her kicking her ass with yoga moves, is pretty funny. So I kind of like Wii Fit person, but I would not be sad if they went away. What most people don't like about the Wii Fit trainer, and I mentioned this earlier, is every character they put in Smash is effectively another character they couldn't. When Wii Fit trainer was first announced to be in Smash Brothers, all the fanboys flipped their lid because she's not from a game... She's from an exercise program. But what I liked about Wii Fit Trainer, and first of all, I like playing her. I think she's a fun character. Oh, yeah. She's a very fun character. What I liked about her is this is Nintendo's admission. This is them saying, listen, we can't have literally every character you've ever heard of in the game. We can't do it. So we're going to put this character in just to show you we can't do it. (laughs) So every character you ever wanted in Smash that's not in Smash, you have Nintendo's permission to be mad at Wii Fit Trainer. That is the token character to be pissed off at. I mean, you could look at it that way. I look at it as more like, you know what? I troll you now, lols. Which obviously (laughs) very near and dear to my heart. Also, I'm pretty sure Wii Fit Trainer had a pretty fun stage too. Like it was pretty simple, but I remember liking just the... uh, aesthetic of you're in a yoga studio fighting there's like a mirror on the back wall i really like the uh the minimalist stages in smash brothers in fact when i play smash 4 my preference is to play on the omega stages that don't have all the just random flashy stuff mm-hmm. so our next character here in the come on list is ken okay so you already discussed why you have ken and ryu in street fighter i don't think you need that for smash 
I think that Ken is very easily a mirror for Ryu. Yes. And that's the end of the story as far as Smash is concerned. Because Smash is not Street Fighter. Thumbs. I'm sorry, but thumbs down on Ken. Thumbs down on Akuma, Sakura, Goken, however many other Shoto characters there are. We just need the one Ryu. Yep. And then he can have nine alt costumes if he wants. Yep. Ryu represents the Street Fighter. And that's the thing with those third-party games. You don't want to go, like down the rabbit hole too much. Like, you're not going to put Ken and Chun-Li and, you know, freaking E-Honda in Smash. You're just not. That's what Street Fighter's for. Kind of skipping a character here, but you probably feel the same way about Richter Belmont. Richter Belmont is 100% can just be a mirror for for uh, Simon because Simon's okay. going to be more athletic in this than he was in his original games, which can very easily mirror what Richter did in his games. I won't even grant you that. Richter is not in a Castlevania game on a Nintendo system. He is famous for being in Rondo of Blood, which I know they've got the Rondo remake come out on Switch lately. Was it Switch or was it PS4? Rondo was on Wii. You could buy it on Wii, believe it or not. But I think that's the only release it's had. His game has been ported to a Nintendo system years and years and years after the fact. The other game he's famous for is Symphony of the Night, which again is ported to other system years and years and years after the fact and not even a nintendo system i don't think symphony has ever made it on a nintendo system i thought he had just come out on switch this rondo remake thing with that and symphony i might be misremembering because i don't really keep up with switch news that much if that's on there it's news to me i'm thinking if you're gonna give simon alternate costumes you've got to make it trevor because he's the Belmont that was in a Castlevania game on a Nintendo system. I'm fine with that, yeah. And also Trevor, man, definitely give him Trevor, because even though they're not going to directly reference it, you've got that Castlevania series, which, I mean, come on, put Trevor Belmont in your game. I don't, listen, we don't need to spend another 40 minutes talking about that on the podcast. We'll (laughs) save that for next episode, because I love me some Castlevania anime. Yeah. Um, But I think you also have to give Simon um, the alternate vest from Castlevania 2, because that's a pretty sweet look, too. Yeah, give him all all his color changes and stuff. No problem. Cloud Strife. Has not, strictly speaking, been on a Nintendo game console, um, other than you got your uh, theater rhythms. Some other, you know, he's World of Final Fantasy, which is getting ported to uh, the Switch. I love Final Fantasy. You know that. Oh, yeah. Me too. Big thumbs down on Cloud and Smash. That pains me because I like what they've done with him in Smash. Mm -hmm. But if we are cutting to the bone, and it's not even really to the bone. If we're cutting the fat, I think Cloud could go. Let's uh, let's diverge for one second. Let's say you want to represent Final Fantasy and its history of Nintendo on Smash. Who do you pick? I don't. I don't. You can't. There's no answer to that question that's not stupid. Because... Final Fantasy has not been associated with Nintendo since 1997, and Final Fantasy wasn't popular until Final Fantasy VII came out. Yeah. So, I'll give you that. I was going to try to make a a half-assed argument for, like, 8-bit fighter dude, but I think that could be a trophy. If Smash Brothers is supposed to be a representation of Nintendo characters, you can't have Cloud. If it's supposed to be a representation, like, of gaming as a whole, you can have Cloud... But now you've got a hundred other characters you need to put in. Yeah, now you got to put in like Laura Croft and some other people in it. Like, yeah, we, we need Soul Calibur characters in there, like Master Chief. Here, okay, here's here's my compromise. I will allow Cloud Strife and Smash Brothers <laughs> if they put Mario in the next Dissidia game. I would be okay with that. <laughs> Nintendo won't. <laughs> no, they sure won't. <laughs> 
Not even a little okay, bit. Okay, no. Okay, we're move. Let's move on. Thumbs down on Cloud. Sorry, buddy. I I don't know what Corin is. Is Corin a Animal Crossing? I don't know. I don't know what a Corin is. I'm I'm gonna Google Corin Smash Brothers, and my guess is Fire Emblem guy. Yes, it is another okay. anime sword. It's a spell. It looks like it's a spell sword. Oh, is this the one that had the? Uh, I'm confused. Anywho, it, yeah, I don't care. I'm very confused, and when I get confused, I get angry, and when I get angry, I give thumbs down. Yeah. Thumbs down. Thumbs down on Corrin. Isabel. Isabel can be a... You could You could literally put everybody in Animal Crossing under the same villager as far as I'm concerned. And I think that's How what they should do. How fun would that be? Oh, I think that you should. Instead of having villager costumes, you have Isabel, you have Casey Strider, you've got Tom Nook, you got them all there. They're just all there. But then you play Smash with your one friend who's like, oh, I gotta play Tom Nook, but he's the 50th character and he just starts pressing left 50 times. You gotta cut it off somewhere. I mean, you let's take eight. Let's take about as many Koopa kids as there are. Okay, oh, eight sounds good. But I, like, I don't know much about Animal Crossing. I've never played one. Is Isabel even the eighth most popular Animal Crossing character? I don't know where Isabel comes from. I assume she like makes clothing or something that makes her iconic. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, I'm, 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 thumbs down. Thumbs down. We're not. And finally, I have Incineroar. I'm assuming this is the new flavor of the month Pokemon. Yeah, I don't care. I okay. super don't care. You know what? If you really have to, if you really just desperately have to have a flavor of the month Pokemon, just put it on that current release. You know, this Smash has this Pokemon inside the Wii Trainer's repertoire. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Brawl had Lucario, and then Four had Greninja, and then this yeah. one has Incineroar. Yeah, but you only get one. Like, don't get crazy. You don't need legacies. Just if this is your Incineroar, and I don't know if this is even the case. If Incineroar is your new legendary from the latest Pokemon, fine. Stick it in a Pokeball and give it to the Wii Trainer. It becomes his final smash. <gasps> there That's you it. go. We just fixed the it. The flavor of the month Pokemon is, there it is. We've solved this problem forever. Yep. Beautiful. So I only have one other list, and it's very short. I only have two names on it. It is what characters are not in this roster that you think should go in? Um, I should have thought about this beforehand, but I'm looking at my game shelf, just scanning for ideas. You, you get started, because I have a feeling you've got something. I have two, and I think these ideas are so good that Nintendo, when they get our feedback and they make the change, the last-minute changes before the game goes out to the stores for Sunday, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. they're going to think it's such a great idea, they're going to have to delay the game so they can put them in. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. The first is Paper Mario. Paper Mario has been floated before. I've seen Paper Mario arguments before, and I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. You either make him a clone, another clone of Mario, instead of having Dr. Mario, you like another clone, or you make a brand new character with all the paper moves from all of his games. I'll tell you what, you have to make a separate one, because Paper Mario has the built-in recovery of turning into a paper Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have that. Like, he becomes a super light character, a super duper light version of Mario. He's faster. He also gets smashed harder, but he has amazing recovery. I mean, he's up there with Pikachu as far as recovery goes. Very similar style. <laughs> and the other character, and like, I am sympathetic. They have 700 characters in the game. You do need to really lean on making clones. That was really smart in Smash Melee. They introduced new characters that wouldn't have gone into the game if they didn't have this clone mechanic. That's how we got Ganondorf and Falco. So I've thought of this. We're putting Duck Hunt in the game. We have a clone of Duck Hunt that is Midna from Twilight Princess. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> That's so dumb, I love it. <laughs> you just have Wolf Link and Midna, and you skin all the moves of, from Duck Hunt's moveset to this new character. I like it, I like it. Yeah, I, this I is have, a great idea. I have one idea, and this would be like very low totem pole, maybe unlockable. I think you could put in King Hippo as a slow, heavy version of Little Mac. I think you could really do pull that off. I think that would yeah, be fun. Yeah, no, that works perfectly. That's essentially what Ganondorf is in Melee, is he was the slow, powerful version of Captain Falcon. I think yeah. that would work. Yeah, I, th- I think you could do some really interesting stuff with uh, with King Hippo as a... I mean, short of doing something really stupid, like putting, like... I mean, they didn't give Snake a gun, so they're not going to give Contra Guy the spread <laughs> shot. Um, Paper Mario, I think, I'm shocked he hasn't been in. And if they have DLC for this, I would bet he makes an appearance. If they have DLC. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, let me take that back for the DLC, because they, they've already announced <laughs> they're going to have DLC. I think they've got a season pass announced or something. We went through, I had sort of like just overarching notes, and and we kind of did this organically. But yeah, I said in my, in my personal notes, I was saying the next game, because they have ultimate, they have the every character and then some is in this game. I think the next one should be Smash All-Stars, and I think that they should really cut the, even more than we did, I think you cut it mm. down. I think the biggest mistake they made was cutting out the mirror versions of characters uh, and trying to make everyone unique. Mario has costumes for Dr. Mario. Young Link can have Toon Link. Fire Emblem Sword dudes are all one guy. Villager has all the AC characters. Peach, Daisy, Rosalina. I actually put Rosalina under Peach, but that might be a bridge too far for some people. She's already not Peach, though. Like, she's already a unique character. She's not Rosalina. She's Rosalina and Luma. That's true. So that's that's fine. That one's fine. And then I act Fox, Falco, Wolf. <laughs> Just they're all the same, dude. So okay, I will fight you. Fox and Falco are not the same. Do we have another hour where I can educate you on the differences between Fox and Falco? Why I see we do not. So let's just. <laughs> I was saying if we do Smash All Stars, if we are cutting oh, yeah, okay to the... in a Smash All Stars situation. Yeah, if we're cutting to the bone, that would be kind of where I would go with it. Fox equals Falco in the same like concept as Ryu equals Ken. You have to understand, I haven't played much Street Fighter since Street Fighter 2, where Ryu more or less equaled Ken. (laughs) No, not even... McLean. (laughs) We have to take you to school, man. Ow. Ken has a bigger moveset. We don't have an hour. We don't have an hour. We gotta... (laughs) Okay. No, I think we've done God's work here. Uh, We've made some good notes. We're gonna fix this game. We're gonna fix this game. Let me ask you a serious question. Are you going to buy Smash Ultimate... I don't have a Switch. I don't have anything to play it on. (laughs) Okay, let's take this back a step. You are probably the kind of person who will eventually, you'll probably have a Switch because you usually get the Nintendo consoles eventually, right? Inevitably, yes. I will get a Switch at some point. What I've been saying is the game that sells me on a Switch is going to be their whatever they announced for Mario Maker. I'm kind of shocked that hasn't happened yet. I guess they wanted to get Smash to give Smash the entire holiday. My <laughs> sort of prediction is they usually have some sort of big announcement in like February-ish. I would be surprised if we don't see an announcement of... If they're going to do Mario Maker Switch, I think we're going to see it in February. At least the announcement that it's going to happen. Uh, the important thing is we've saved Smash Brothers for everybody. So you're, you're very welcome, everyone. Yes. Two people who only sort of like Smash and one of which may never buy it for himself totally saved the franchise for the rest of you hardcore fans you're welcome we did it (laughs) we did it in what universe could you get this edited before the game actually comes out (laughs) i 
think our best buy we were at, I think it's going to break street date because it said that it was coming out Saturday, not Sunday. I wonder so. if they mean like Saturday at midnight or something dumb like that. Cause oh, you know what? I bet you're right. I wonder I if people it. are actually going to do midnight launch is for this, which, God, they probably are. That's the thing. Like I, I have this game on my, on my Christmas wish list because I like it enough that if my brother buys it for me, I will really enjoy that present. Um, but I personally don't want to go out and spend $60 on it. It's the perfect Christmas present to just be like, yeah, I'll play this. Do any games come out that you would go to a midnight launch for? Is that even a thing in your lexicon anymore? Not currently. I did go... Well, actually, I didn't even go to a midnight launch, but I did go out launch day to find a Wii and a Twilight Princess. I managed to find a place that, like, the line was reasonable. I almost got murdered outside of a GameStop at a midnight launch once. Wow. For Smash Brothers Brawl. We went in during the very early morning when it first opened, because you had to buy your little ticket. And then you got your ticket, and they're like, we're going to open the doors at midnight. I worked really late those days, like really, really late. I didn't get out of work until like 11.30. Right. And my buddy was already in line at the place, and the line was around the parking lot. There was 100 people in this line easily. So if you were in this line, they were going to open the doors at midnight. The people in the back of the line were going to get their copy of Super Smash Brothers Brawl probably like 1 a.m. Right. So I go to the very back of the line. My buddy's like 10 people up and he's like, oh, hey, they want you to go in the store first and give them, show them your little ticket so they can verify you're allowed to be in the line. I had rolled up at like 1150 or something stupid. So I go up to the front of the line and everybody's watching me and they see I've got my ticket in the hand and like, I'm going to be the guy at the very back of the line. I'm going to be here all night. I walk in the store. The guy takes my ticket. He's like, it's like 1155. You just want your thing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> So I walk out of the GameStop, the last person to show up, with my copy in hand, and I got so many just daggers shot at me. Everybody uh. hated me. I go to the back of the line. My buddy's back there. He's like, you know what? I'll just get mine tomorrow. Let's go home. <laughs> so you just went home and played? <laughs> we just went home and played, and he went and got his copy the next day. That is beautiful. That's the best story. <laughs> Do I just title this episode Thumbs Down on Incineroar? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do it.